computer. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is me recording into um which mic is this? This is the Slint, Slint Professional Lavalier, Lavalier microphone interview set. So it's a two-pack. This one I have two of. And I also have like a divider that I can plug both microphones in. I know this is probably rather dull to listen to me talk about the technology. Give it, you do not seem so interested in the technology, but I just really need filler words so that I can adjust this recording file. And I don't, and that's the only thing I'm really thinking about right now. I'm not really like thinking about storytelling, but I did bring over my new mythology book because how dare I even consider reading Peter Pan. I am set up on a Zoom meeting right now and I have it recording. I haven't been given a lot of lag time because I just need myself to talk continuously so I can adjust the audio later in audacity, but I think I might be okay with not adjusting the audio in audacity, but this is like actually the volume that I like to speak at. I really don't like speaking at a, I don't like shouting and I'm like, and I know I've said this so many times, but I, I don't like shouting. This is the volume that I like to speak at, but I, people either can't hear me or they're not as interested to talk to me when I talk at this level because I'm not as animated. Um, so like when I go into my level, my like very loud voice, it's like a different, it's like, a, it's like a different persona of mine and in the loud voice, much more animated, much more theatrical, but it, it, you, know, you really have to keep in mind. Like I have so many, uh, um, actresses within me. And that's, I think what I was trying to tell you last night, how, I don't have multi, I don't think that I have multiple personalities. I mean, maybe I do. Maybe I do. I feel like I have a cog, a very conscious transition <laughs> into, into my mini personalities. And I feel like they all harbor the same character. So I feel like they're more so drag personas, which is what I was trying to explain to you last night, but I totally forgot how to. I, I lost my train of thought and then we started talking about whatever else. <laughs> but it's not like, like, like I, if I'm having a conversation with someone back and forth, I would rather speak like this. If I'm telling a story and like wanting to be the center of entertainment, then I get very loud and animated. The center of entertainment, the center of attention. I love the attention. I'm a storyteller. I'm a creator. But in my natural sitting down, calm, relaxed state, I talk at this volume. And I have this like conflict because I perceive others to behave differently to me when I speak like this. Less interested. Less communicative. But what I found on the internet is that people still like to hear like this is this is this is a similar voice to the one that I use on the internet and I think that whenever I start recording whatever I think that it will be fine because I have success in the past using this like what does this tell me your thoughts on this uh, 
tone, voice, like the way that I'm talking right now. I feel like I still have a range, I guess. Like, actually, I really don't. I think I maybe just talk more monotone. That is so consistent. <laughs> so it's funny because like autistic people are known to talk um, like one pitch, one volume, one mood. Uh, I think that's kind of how I can recognize other people because they they don't add the highs and the lows. It's just like a lot of work. And right now I'm actively thinking to be like, oh, hey, you know, let me like vary my voice so I can make this entertaining, even at this lower volume. And so I think more so when I'm getting to now in my clairvoyance is that I don't actually, I don't, it's not, the volume part that is exhausting to me. It's not the talking loudly that's exhausting for me. It's the animated. It's where it's like, it's like story, the storytelling, storytelling at whatever volume, whether it's here and like, I'm in the mood too, and I'm about to read some mythology or it's face to face. It's, it requires me to think a lot about how I pronounce things, how I raise my voice a little bit higher, a little bit lower, speak a little softer. Like there's so many characters in Harry Potter. And I, even as I'm trying to do it, like last night, I, I wasn't able to do it because I knew I couldn't access the part of my brain that stores the way Wendy sounds. And even though Wendy's voice varies, slightly every time I say it it's still a little gentler and a little calmer and a little uh, sweeter than Peter's voice Peter's all full of adventure and, and he wants to dart off and shoot two stars to the left and straight on till morning he wants to hang out with pirates and mermaids and mermaids in Neverland are not not nice. They're vicious creatures. Like they'll grab you and pull you into the water, slit your throat. But Wendy, she's sweet and she's she's she loves to tag along. And so I think that the voice that I give her is is much different. And I I really I like to read out loud. I I like creating these people to me for myself. And I like, it's like, I, it's like, I wish that other people read to me the way that I read to you. And I, there are very few people in my life have done that to me. Like my mom used to, and my tag teacher, I was in, in tag <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, that's the, of course you don't know what that is. That's the talented and gifted program. Uh, it's also known as GT, gifted and talented, but it was talented and gifted. And it's like the smart kids, you know, they got all the smart kids and they pulled them from class every day or once a week. So for a whole day, every Thursday in elementary school, I, I didn't go to school. I didn't do normal school stuff. I did shit like what I'm doing right now. I made art. I had, like, we had assignments where we had to invent stuff. And we only had 
duct tape and cardboard and scissors. And it wasn't because we were so poor that we couldn't afford more. It was because that was the assignment. Create, invent something that will make living at home better. Invent something that would help you do chores better. And here are the tools that you have. And I was that was an irregular assignment. That was like a once a month assignment, maybe once every six weeks. It was the first time, the first time in my life that I ever experienced uh, what I have related now to being ostracized or being an outcast. The first time I ever really felt it, felt it, was in tag. We were doing. We spent the whole day doing this. We were in. We were spending our our, our unit was on medieval times. We spent like maybe two or three weeks. We were in medieval, the medieval times, and the whole day we would just be doing stuff related to medieval times. We learned all about the history of kings and queens, and it was so much fun. And we made crowns and we sewed dresses, you know, or glued them, and we, it was tactile. And we touched things and we and we built and. It, in the final like chapter or day of medieval times, the whole day was dedicated to acting out the duties of the role that you were assigned. And the assignment of the roles were given by a draw from a hat. And uh, I don't remember what every one drew, but someone was the king i think a girl her name was jackie she was she the the teacher miss strickland she pulled out the names out of out of a hat and she's like okay this will be our king and it was jackie and so she got to be the king and whoever else was was queen and then they had knights and lords and peasants and i feel like there was only one peasant but there might have been two but i feel like there was only one and it was me. I was present. I don't remember anyone else being with me, but all day I didn't get to do anything. I loved tag. It was like my saving grace. It was where I explored and, and read Peter Pan and had Peter Pan read to me. And for that day, at it was in the fourth grade, so I wasn't very old at all. I experienced what it was like to be a peasant and it was very real to a child from the perspective of a child i couldn't eat with my friends at lunch because they were the king i couldn't eat with the king and the queen i couldn't sit next to them in tag in the room or it was a little small standalone building it was kind of like three rooms big i couldn't even play i couldn't sit next to them the whole day that experience left a lasting impact on me. And during lunchtime, when I was sitting off by myself after several hours of just watching, just watching everyone have fun doing their lord lordships, <laughs> their nightships and their duties of protecting the king and and even the cook made food for the king and had something to do, but I had nothing. 
I think I had like some some minor tasks. I don't, I don't remember the the feeling the the memory stops with it, anything I did during the day, other than the fact that I was a peasant. And at lunchtime, I couldn't sit with my friends who I sat with every Thursday for years. I had to sit all alone, and I cried, and I was sad, and it hurt me. And my teacher, Miss Strickland came to me and and sat down and comforted me as a good adult does said what's wrong and she had me tell her what was wrong which was this is unfair I'm looking at myself in the camera right now and my eyes are just like almost overflowing with tears my my face is all red I feel like you would reach out and pat me and even though I'm not currently sad about it I feel like I can still like like be a kid alone by myself an outcast for one day for six hours couldn't have been longer than that and my teacher comforted me and she said it's not fair it's not fair and then we stopped playing the game and we debrief and we i feel better after whatever she said to me whatever it was she said was the right thing because the the significance of the story didn't stay with me as an unresolved bad thing the teacher did you know i didn't go home and be very i wasn't i didn't go home and i I would cry i did not go home and cry to my parents and say i was a peasant all day and it was awful and then my parents called the school system and never again did they do kings and queens medieval time event whatever because that happens when when these kind of things are incorrectly done in um, school systems. And it, it was just done right for me. It was done right for me so that me, you know, this little cute girl without a care in the world, but old enough to know that this is unfair, that this is not, right how i saw her draw the names out of the hat myself with my eyes i saw by chance jackie became king and i'm still have i still have a feeling of jealousy towards that like i there's still a residual i'm jealous that she had it i want what she has and more importantly i want her not to have it i've probably felt that way towards jackie my whole life and in high school, I, I she was a dear friend of mine. I mean, not a dear friend of mine, but she was someone I grew up with. We were in tap together. She was loud and fun and exciting. I went to her birthday party. She went to mine. We weren't like, like best friends. You know, we didn't hang out one-on-one ever, but always roll friendly to each other. Like we have a history together. You know, you and I grew up together. We grew up in tag together. You, that the story of you being king is one in in the bucket of many stories I have with her, and I still felt like I was always competing with her. I still feel like I was always trying to show her that I was just as good as she was, and maybe all of that. And this goes down to her and I, you know, being on the homecoming court. Uh, I like I was on freshman year she wasn't but senior year we were both on and she won homecoming queen and i did not 
but then later in the spring, her and I were both nominated for Miss Texas High School, the, the small town I went to, and I got it and she did not. And it go, it went back and forth. Like she was always like my just as good as me. We competed back and forth. <laughs> so maybe I'm jealous with her for other reasons. Maybe, maybe like Big Brother, she is more like myself. She's a good competitor. She's just as good as I am. And in fact, the only one to have ever beat me in anything I ran for ever. And luckily her and I were not involved in the same like general friend groups in high school. And we didn't, you know, I was a cheerleader. She didn't do cheer. She did volleyball or basketball or whatever. So, so we never really had any, any, uh, we didn't have that many directly competitive things. And one thing about her that I didn't like is how she always asked others to vote for her. And those were the things that she won after she would send like mass text messages out, you know, campaign. When I campaigned, I always won. But the year for homecoming, I did not. And they voted for her instead. <laughs> it's a nuanced relationship, me and my old friend Jackie. I have not talked to her since high school. I don't even know if I talked to her in high school. Maybe just as we were... Have, I just I just painted her to be a whole character in my life, but not not really. More so in tag, you know. And then in that time of my life, I I, I had more memories of, of things that happened earlier, of course, that have since dissolved out of my mind. But I think maybe in high school, I I looked at her more fondly than I probably do now. To me, she's just a blip in my existence. She's not much to me now. But perhaps, maybe, maybe she is, because I've spent this time discussing her, stemming from an early memory of her being king when I was a peasant. To feel that feeling as a kid, it creates a type of child that ultimately becomes adult, an adult much like myself. Like, I don't think it matters that I'm autistic. I don't think that that, that my way of, of, of seeing reality, viewing the world through a lens of, of my brain, which is different from most brains. I don't think that that's, I don't think, I mean, like that, that gives me certain perspectives, mostly uh, it's hard to explain, but I don't, I don't, I don't think that that's what makes me special. I don't think that my brain is necessarily what makes me special. I think, and I've held this belief for a long time, I think that I have been so fortunate to have been around humans that left significant impacts on my life. My teachers being the most influential people, which is why I'm so passionate. Like I'm getting this face again. I'm looking, it's crazy to watch myself in this zoom conference because i like i can feel i can feel my passion for these topics and i feel very strongly about how we educate our children about public school systems i really do i think that some schools really get it right and other schools ruin learning for kids they take everything out of it and i think that if more people had experiences like what I had in my 
childhood and early adolescence, then I think that the world would be a better place because I don't think that anything about me inherently makes me any better than anyone else. But I was just so, I just so happened to be fortunate enough to be exposed to so many pivotal, life-changing interactions. And me being a peasant in the fourth grade made me see the world for the rest of my life through the perspective of the outsider, of the outcast, of the underdog, of the one who is unrightfully and unfairly and unjustly positioned below everyone else. It just so happens that I, I statistically probably was unlikely to become who I am now you know like it, it's probably i probably i had there has to be a bit of luck you know mixed in there somewhere my mom my whole family has said i'm so lucky and i i do think i do think that i am lucky i really do and that's crazy to say that given my my horrible luck over the past couple of years but uh, i do think a lot of things have manifested in ways um that could only be through chance and they've been positive you know does that make sense i think that if i was to have a podcast i would probably talk about me and i think that the concept of that of talking about me a whole podcast gives me like a similar feeling as what i was telling you about painting self-portraits and putting myself it, it's like it reminds me of people who have a photo of themselves as their backgrounds on their phones there's a certain type of person that uses a photo of themselves as the background a solo photo of themselves as the background of their phone and maybe maybe i should try that maybe i should put a photo of myself where i look good where i feel this is a good photo of me maybe i should see how that makes me feel to see the picture that one of the street photographers took of me while i was making art a couple weeks back was one of the first photos i've ever seen of myself and thought that's me like that's, I see me, like I see me, that's how I see me. Someone captured, someone captured it. <laughs> I don't know how long this is, but I'm hoping it's long enough to be, I guess an episode, maybe episode one. It is with the mic though, and the mic itself, I don't hate, but I do agree with you that it's not as good as the phone, the phone's mic. I think that the Apple iPhone and my phone has one camera. So it is however many generations old, one camera. I'm showing the screen right now. Like whatever phone this is, is very old and it still has better audio on the device. Now, 
the microphone in the Apple AirPods suck. And if you or say I, I give this to a general audience, if anyone in the audience has any other experience with Apple headphones having good mics, like please let me know. You know, hit me up. Tell me in my comment section. <laughs> Because they suck. They suck so badly that every time that I have sent you a an audio, I I always have my AirPods in because I like the sound quality is very good. I like the way that it sounds, but the mic is very bad. And so every time, and I'm holding, I, I'm acting this out in the in the like actual Zoom meeting. But every time I actually send a message to you, I speak into my phone. I hold my phone close to my mouth. And I speak and I usually, that's usually how I, I am recording because I know if I speak close to my phone that that from all the other mics that I've tried creates the best audio. And I'm really hopeful that recording through Zoom, maybe this mic won't be so good, but I'm hopeful that recording through Zoom and maybe doing a, a couple of tweaks on Audacity. Is that the, what do I use again? Yeah, Audacity to open access free online audio editor. But I, I don't have much experience with audio editing, uh, I think is what, what, what has been holding me back from recording or from actually publishing. Because I've recorded a lot. I've been, God, if I pulled my voice, voice memos right now, voice memos I have oh god I have oh my god I started there's so there's so many I have one 5-8-2023 telling Bet about sugar number three I have no idea what that's about but I have 5-8-2023 telling Bet about sugar number two Five, eight, twenty-three. I tell Bet about my sugar CO. What does it say? What's the label? My sugar consumption. <laughs> my sugar consumption while I can't see the rest of it. Um, I love sugar, and what's funny is that I bet you anything. What, what's What's cool about me? One thing that I am proud to say about myself is, if anything. I am very consistent. Like I tend to tell the same stories. I forget who I've told them to, but I, that's the same. Like I, my mom told me when I was a kid, if you never lie, you don't ever have to cover up anything. You don't ever have to worry about what you said to who. And there is that there is, there's so much truth to that because a lifetime of me telling stories to other people, they hold on to those memories from me. I forget them. I forget them. I tell a story and I'm like, hmm, okay, that story's gone from my existence or whatever it was <laughs> that we were talking about. But the concept, the essence of it, the I love sugar part, which is true. I know that I have three part telling bet about my, my ex-girlfriend telling bet about sugar parts one, two, and three. I recorded three videos or <laughs> three audios. <laughs> because I know I love sugar, just like I was literally showing you. For our audience, I'll say I, w I was showing, I was showing my friend, fun, what's it called? Fun dip? Fun dip. And he ate fun dip 
with me. He's never had funded before. My friend Ahmed, who I recorded this whole thing for, for him to listen to and tell me since he likes my stories. And it has made me feel encouraged to actually do them for real, for real. Uh, if only just for him, that's, that's <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> that gives me enough, enough inspiration to do it. But he does not, he did not have the typical American experience, given he grew up in Sudan. <laughs> so there is quite a few things that he has not tried. Um, and it has been my pleasure to share with him so many things. And last night or yesterday sometime, I was sharing with him the, the fun fun dip. <laughs> here try this <laughs> it's like how, what do i do how do i do it <laughs> like literal packs of sugar you lick the sugary stick called lick a stick and you dip it in these packs of sugar and then you lick the stick and it's delicious <laughs> he uh, didn't like the uh, he didn't like the razzle dazzle berry, which I remember being much more of a fan of when I was a kid. Because and I think so because it turned it's like green, but when you lick it, it turns to blue. That's like the fun. That's why it's fun, and it also I guess tastes good too. But as an adult, I don't really like the taste as much as the red one, which is like maybe that's razzle dazzle. I forget the flavors. And then the last one, and so that was the one that he liked. But the, uh, the last one, which I had already previously eaten, was grape flavored. And I just don't remember grape being a flavor in those fun dips. Does anyone know, like 10 or 15, 20, whenever they sold them? And I, you know, I think they sell them at convenience stores. I'm just going to get a real one at a convenience store because I bought this one at that sugar store on the Mag Mile, which is so fun. Maybe I'll go today and get some more sugar. I think that I'm okay to stop here. I'm not quite sure how long I've been recording. But I feel like I've been talking continuously enough such that I can scrap this audio. Um, and damn it, I said, um, I was doing so good not saying, um, I'm wrapping up. So there's like a lot of thoughts that I'm having. I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get off and, and end this. And when I'm not fully dedicated to the conversation I end up not caring and like using filler words that I've worked really hard to not say but I'm sure when I re-listen to this there will be instances where I say things that are dumb and just fill up the space weird like that whole thing I just said was me like trying to come up with a way to say, I'm sure I use, I'm sure there are ways that I will recognize in this audio recording where I stumble or, or am not a great speaker. And I, I, I competed in many speaking competitions starting in my very early, early life. So maybe it sounds like I'm a good speaker because I have so much practice. But you too, you too could be a good speaker with practice. But no, yeah, I think I'm done. I'm going to wrap this up. I was just now thinking about how my friend, my friend Ahmed and I were like practicing some, uh, we're practicing algebra earlier today. 
in Arabic, algebra is an Arabic word. And what I learned from him and also ChatGPT afterwards was that algebra, 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 algebra. Does that sound right? Does that, I mean, I'm talking to you now. This this whole thing has been for you. I just like forgot and went off to my audience for a second. But does that sound right? Like algebra, 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 algebra. Does that sound closer? I think it sounds a little bit different than what we were practicing earlier. So maybe I'm doing it. Maybe I'm rolling my tongue a little bit, but okay. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm wrapping this up. We're getting off now. Stay tuned, like, and subscribe to my channel, et cetera, et cetera. Comment, blah, 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 blah. Bye.